I don't want you to doubt. Your victory is there. And it's up to us to get the divine assignment and then do what we know to do to move the energy. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hello, my beauty. How are you today? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm Gina DeVee, and I'm coming to you with part two from our series that started yesterday about those of us that are really questioning our lives right now. And deep down inside, we know that we are meant to live the epic and the legendary life. However, the current what-so could leave anyone uh, wondering, is that really true? Is it really possible? Are we just hope addicts? You know, is it ever going to happen? And all that kind of thing. So yesterday, I'll do a quick recap, and you can listen to the podcast uh, in full if you'd like. Um, but the quick recap is I actually based it on the story of Joshua in the Bible, or I also believe it's in the Talmud, where Moses was like the great prophet. And I kind of consider Moses symbolically the great mentor in all of our lives. So whatever incredible mentor mentors you've had along the way, you may have really looked up to them, learned from them, become educated by them. And then there comes a time when it's really, really time for you to step into your power. Because the apprentice has his or her own role to play. And the apprentice also always goes further than the master. So there's a whole evolution that is for the best of all humanity for you to step into your power. And so I was just even looking at my own life in ways that, you know, I unconsciously, at the beginning, it was appropriate for me to be the apprentice and for me to be the intern, for me to be the student. But there wasn't It was never meant to last that way. And I see particularly now in this post-pandemic time for such a time as this, women like us have been called and have been prepared to show up for ourselves and our calling and our people. And that's gonna require you taking the torch. So in the Bible, Moses literally dies and in that sense, symbolically, we look at it that the, the mentor's time is complete and the torch has been now passed to Joshua. So Joshua is the, the predecessor who has been given the task to take the Israelites um, from one side of the Jordan to the other to go conquer the city of Jericho. They've been brought out of slavery. They've been brought out of oppression. They've been brought out of Egypt. And now Joshua gets to be the one to take them to the promised land. Uh, Moses never got there. So if you're sitting there looking at the people that went before you, like they're, what could you possibly do to measure up? And they've done it all, or you could never, God has something different in store for you. And remember, Moses never made it to the promised land. Joshua did. And so is what is meant for you. So, um, They're on one side of the Jordan. Joshua gets direction from God to have the priests take the Ark of the Covenant, which is this golden wood 
box carrying literally the Ten Commandments. The priests go and they stand out in this flooded Jordan River. And as soon as they step into the river, the waters all stop. I know Moses gets a lot of credit for the parting of the Red Sea, but Joshua deserves a little street cred too, because same thing happened for him and his people. And when the, the priests went out with the Ark of the Covenant, the waters all stopped. They were on dry land. The Israelites, the entire nation of Israel, crossed the Jordan to get to the other side. And their reason for doing so was to get to the promised land. And their first assignment is to conquer the city of Jericho. So God gives interesting instruction. And I think that so oftentimes in our life, we're looking for a formula. We're looking for a three-step process. We're looking for something probable and predictable, predictable and practical. Eh, you're going to need to find another God if that's what you're really going to bow to. Because this God does not do probable, predictable, practical, like not even sane in terms of how it looks at the beginning. So Joshua's instruction for the army was to go around the city wall of Jericho, to walk around the city wall of Jericho, literally playing instruments, literally sounding horns. And we get the majesty in this. So if you consider Jericho, the victory, and I want you to think about what victory are you going for in your life? Because the other thing that's going on for me right now, I'm all about being spiritual. I'm all about educating myself on spiritual principle and even believing it. That's all awesome and great. I have come to a point in my life where though I have seen tremendous evidence and results that this stuff works. I'm looking for even more of it today. Not lying, not lying. Like, I, faith, I, I can do it for a time, but I have got to see some physical evidence at some point. I have got to see the, my version of the parting of the Red Sea or the Jordan. I got to see the money show up, the clients there, the house appear, the, the new opportunity come in, you know, the, the career going to the next level. Like I'm looking for that stuff. So if you're there, this is your spot. So we see the city of Jericho representing what the victory would be. But in between the Israelites and the victory is this massive wall. Well, I don't think you need to dig too deep to feel like there might feel like this massive wall in between you and what would actually feel like a victory in your life. Um, it seems like every woman I talk to, like, Every third conversation I have, someone's getting divorced. Someone's in financial struggle or turmoil. Someone just got let go of a job and doesn't know what they're doing with their life. Someone's bored in their corporate career. Someone's like moving to a new country. Like there's all this upheaval going on. And it feels like the energy's not moving for a lot of people. Like the financial breakthrough isn't there. The housing hasn't shown up. It's not just me looking for housing, by the way. I've got other friends too. Uh, the housing hasn't shown up. The right place hasn't shown up. The clarity about what's next in your career hasn't shown up. And so this is what the wall around Jericho, the victory, represents. And we see that God does not actually give Joshua instant manifestation here. 
So if you are looking for that quick fix, that instant manifestation, I am too. I'm Sicilian. I'm all about speed of implementation. And I have stopped making myself wrong every time it doesn't happen instantly. The instant manifestations do exist. There is quantum physics. There is the miraculous. I've experienced in my own life. I'm sure you have as well. The instant the priest stepped out into the Jordan holding the Ark of the Covenant, instantly the water stopped. Great. We love those. We love those times. It's just not life for it to be every time. And it doesn't make you a failure and it doesn't make you less powerful and it doesn't make you not being spiritually guided. God just has a different plan sometimes. And the plan for the wall of Jericho to crumble was not instant. And the instruction was go every single day and march around the city walls playing instruments. So we are on day two of our journey here, Queens. And what I want you to do today is I want you to walk around that wall that stands between you and your victory. And the playing of the instruments is about being in high vibration. It's about surrounding what it is you desire. And in this practice, there is an anticipation of victory. There is a claiming of your good. There is a raising of the vibration. There is joy and abundance in the air, knowing with certainty that you are claiming and that this is yours. And my new-ish understanding of quantum physics is that everything has a vibration to it. Every thought, every feeling has a vibration to it. And for us to bring something from the invisible to physical form, we must be the vibrational match. To be the vibrational match, stay with me, to be the vibrational match, thoughts are the uh, wavelengths of the brain and feelings are the wavelengths of the body. We have got to have our thoughts and our feelings of such high vibration to be the vibrational match, the magnetic match of what it is we're looking to magnetize, what it is we're looking to manifest. That isn't always instant for all of us. That takes some time sometimes. And that's what I see. This isn't about God's lack of power or ability to have that happen in a holy instant. But it's about us humans needing to raise our consciousness and raise our vibration and, and, and not just be these defeated and powerless amoebas waiting for God to pour into us. We have body, soul, spirit, intention, and we are required to use all that we have been given. When we are, and I have been there more times than I care to admit, and even lately, I've had to have my own coaches call me out on this. We must have an attitude of abundance. An attitude of abundance. When, when we've had life hit us so many times, and we've tried so often, and it quote unquote doesn't work out, we can get really defeated. We can get really gnarly. We can get really low vibe. We can get really negative that literally repels our good. 
So there's this spiritual workout. And for those of you that are exhausted, I don't mean to drain your energy anymore. I want this to be life giving to you. Let me tell you, your depression and anxiety and fear-based thoughts are draining your energy, not the spiritual workout. And when you adjust your thinking and you shift your focus and you go for your victory, no matter what, and you start surrounding that desire, you start walking around, you start claiming victory, you start speaking truth over your life. And you do that around the complete thing. Look at, if we are in fear, that means we're away from our truth. Fear is like darkness. And darkness, when it gets so big, it feels all consuming, like it, like it hurts to breathe, like it's like effort to get through the day, like when that heavy depression sets in or the anxiety is just so paralyzing. What this exercise will do for you is have you get bigger than the wound, have your light get so big that the darkness becomes small to insignificant. And as you are saying truth, and as you are seeing yourself with the victory, and as you are feeling what it's like when it's already done, and getting back into the truth of who you are and who God is, then you will be able to see things not as they are, but as they could be. When you're looking at that dismal bank account, when you're like, for me, I'm like looking for a home, and it's like every time I go on all the sites, and there's like nothing new, and there's everything that's just ugly and nothing I'd want to live in and overly expensive anyways, it gets heavy and depressing. But it only gets heavy and depressing if I am relying on what I am seeing with my physical eye. If I am believing that the only thing that exists is what I'm seeing with my physical eye, that's worth getting depressed over because it's not where I want to live. And if you're not seeing any known clients coming in or any new money coming into your bank account or, you know, any more engagement on your social media, that would be depressing also. But what this does is you go and you surround the victory and you start chanting and speaking truth into your career, into your next level, into your destiny, into your victory. And you do this day after day with me. I want you to see what shifts, let alone victory, take place within this week. We started this yesterday. And yesterday I did this completely just out of faith. I, I got up in the morning. I was journaling. I was meditating. And I got inspired, my uh, Bible, and I just heard read Joshua. And I am not going to lie, it's been a hot minute since uh, I had. And I was like, I wonder what's here. I mean, I kind of knew the story, but like not in detail. And I was like, and why now? And I just did it in faith. And sometimes when you've been so knocked down, it's even like hard to state your claim because you're like what if it doesn't work and then i'll look like a failure god will look like a failure like i'll lose my faith if this stuff doesn't work and i just put it out there it's like i have been house hunting daily for two months now not a break in the well i had one break in the action then it fell through so there there's that trauma and not a break in the action uh 
since then. And um, that was like early June. And I was just like, I am ready. I'm ready for my home. And there is no indicator. There's zero indicator that anything I've seen is anything I would want to live in. Um, but I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to march around this wall. It's got to crumble. And yesterday, ironically, I was having a really good day and, uh, doing different things. And I'm also like on a cleanse. That's just going great. I'm just feeling really good. And it hit me like towards the end of the day. I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't looked. It was the first day in two months. I had not scoured every single site for housing in New York city. And I was like, I just don't feel like it today. And I was getting ready to do an evening meditation and I happened to look at my phone and a realtor wrote me and said, I checked with the owner and dogs are fine. And I was like, what is this? Apparently just in my like mass, let me see the place. Let me see the place. Let me see the place. I shot out a bunch of emails that I don't even remember sending because I, I send out like 47 a day and I must have done this days ago and she wrote and I was and I went and looked at the place and oftentimes when I look at the place I'm like oh I don't even want that anyways it's like I don't like the floor what plant whatever and I looked at this I was like oh my goodness this one has real potential actually and so I'm gonna go see it today and we will see but here's what I know for sure there was some movement in the energy. I marched around that wall yesterday claiming that my place exists, that it is time for this desert season of searching to end, that that my nest will appear, that there is a place for me. Because you start doubting, you're like, am I even supposed to move to New York? Is this even for me? Am I supposed to just like, I don't know what. I don't want you to doubt. Your victory is there. And it's up to us to get the divine assignment, and then do what we know to do to move the energy. And it is not by might nor by power, but by spirit that things start to move. So I want you to get into your spirit today. And I want you to lift that vibration. And if you've been grumpy, if you've been gnarly, if you've been like, I'm going to make it happen and all up in your masculine, I want you to get into your feminine spirit. You see, this is a very, at this moment, God uses both masculine and feminine. This is a very feminine act. He instructs this military genius to do with his army, P.S., is to have priests out there with horns and everyone, so there's music and there's walking around a city with intention claiming and following instruction. And when our mind wants to go and tell us, well, it can't be that easy and, and this is ridiculous. You think they weren't thinking this was ridiculous? Like, I don't know, maybe they weren't. Maybe they were so full of miracles and watching manna fall from the sky and the Red Sea and the Jordan part that, uh, you know, maybe they were like, yeah, this is just a, another wall crumbling in the day in the life. I doubt it though because I know the miracles I've seen, the medicine can wear off in this conditioned mortal mind of quote unquote, how it's supposed to work or the likeliness that that will happen. And 
I'm not interested in anyone else's predictability, practicality. Practicality is my least favorite word in the entire English language. Not interested. I have emotionally matured myself into getting out of thinking that it's just a magic trick. Being truly in connection with the divine and calling in miraculous experiences and not even calling in, but like making room for getting yourself out of the way. It's a process. It doesn't have to take forever. Let's see what victory comes for you by day seven and maybe even sooner because that's often how the miraculous works too. It loves, it loves an element of surprise. So let's pray, my darling. I want this just to be so anchored in so deep in you. I want your faith so strong that all of the manifestations of your desires cannot not but come through. <sighs> Dear God, Thank you for this attitude of abundance and continue to inspire and grace us with an attitude of abundance so that we can more quickly, more powerfully, more thoroughly call in what absolutely is meant for each and every one of us. In this attitude of abundance, let us more cleanly and clearly hear your voice. Let it be obvious of where you are guiding us and what it is we're supposed to do and who it is we're supposed to be, who it is we're meant to be. Let us not force our will, thinking that we need to sacrifice certain things, make it happen, override what actually doesn't feel good just for some of the things that do. Continue to mature us in our spirit so that we would know the difference of getting to experience a flower blossoming versus the fear-based thoughts of thinking we need to be the one in charge of pulling the flower open. We know that with you all things are possible. So widely open the doors that are right for each and every one of us. And this victory that is in the hearts of every woman listening right now. Give her favor, give her blessing, give her providence, give her protection. And may we all see your glory as we continue to walk with you. And we pray this believing. Amen. Amen. Amen, my loves. All right. Well, if you are loving this podcast, I want you to know there is an entire community of queens waiting to get to know you. For those of you who are already in the Q Club, I want to remind you that we are coming up on our live community call first Tuesday of the month. So make sure that you are there. Um, mark your calendars. It is 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. For those of you who are not yet in the Q Club and want to come check it out, it is a global vortex of elite women entrepreneurs and career women 
There is an entire library, video library. So if you just want to like binge on prayers, meditations, cooking demonstrations, business tips, lifestyle, fashion, like it is all in there is like all of the elements of divine living. And you can check it out with a free trial. Uh, you can go to divineliving.com forward slash app or click on the link in the show notes. You'll be also be able to join us for our live call at the first of the month. If you get in now and today, there is nothing not to, uh, no reason to not try it out. It's completely free. You can cancel at any time. Um, I would love to see you there. This work that we're talking about, about calling in these miracles and cultivating an attitude of abundance. You know, it's not just a, a one-off podcast, but it's who you surround yourself with. It's really being in community where women are going for bigger dreams and goals, talking about different things, talking about things in a different way. And you're going to see how much you belong there. So go check it out. And until tomorrow, my loves, take care.